Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Peeps! Hello! (laughs) Okay, so today's hot topic, I've been hanging around with a lot of women, (laughs) and we ultimately all sit at a coffee shop after seminar day and start talking about women's issues, and this issue is just been coming up and people are patting my shoulders like, yes, that's what I was thinking too. And it's about new moms and all the things that we go through and maneuver becoming a new mom, all of the issues that go along with it inside your body and outside your body. So both Rhonda and I have a lot of personal stories um, associated with this. And I am just amazed at how willing willing many women want to talk about yeah. this subject, but somehow we're kind of not talking about Well, the you know, it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of similar to the menopause topic we did. Yeah. Like I was laughing because we got a lot of really positive responses out of that. And we could have said a and lot. And we could have gone on for days, but mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes as women, we like to keep some of these issues to ourselves Mm. and we feel like, oh, it's too personal to share. And, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously you don't want to give too much TMI, but at the same time, like we have all been there and we've gone through that. And I, you know, I, I feel like, especially with postpartum depression kind Mm -hmm. of coming to the forefront and people really recognizing it as an issue. Whereas before, Mm -hmm. I mean, when, when I had a baby, like they, they didn't never talk about asked it. about mm-hmm. that, you know, so mm-hmm. they just thought oh, it's your why, hormones, you yeah, know? Right. And that comment has actually been made now too by mm. some doctors that mm. said, oh, how are you doing? And um, one gal was like, oh, I'm a little, I'm, he's like, oh, you t- you're not getting a lot of sleep. You're really tired. And, yeah. Well, you know, that's your hormones. Okay, dude, okay. how would you know? Yeah. First of all, you're a man. No. Right. <laughs> But, um, yeah, they just sort of glossed over it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, of course, yes, it's your hormones, but it could be something more. And if you're not taking the time, we're hearing that there are some doctors that are not aware. And I think we need to talk about that. If they're not aware, you need Need to to be your own advocate. Yeah. Yes. That's a big thing. I feel like, you know, in any situation with your health, you know, you have to be an advocate for yourself because no one's going to do it for you. And if you're feeling certain ways, you need to talk about it and you need to express it and you need to share it. Not with everybody, but you know, everybody has a tribe of girls that Mm -hmm. you hang out with. And I know that some women aren't as open to things Mm -hmm. as others, but at the same time, um, there's a lot of women who do want to talk about it, but Mm -hmm. they're too scared to bring it up. So I think just so you know, I think being we honest should about it. probably start from the beginning. Yeah. So when you, first of all, when you, when, well, there's, first of all, you're scared to get pregnant. Yes. <laughs> then you get pregnant yes. and you're scared. Yes. Because you know it's got to come out. Yeah, and then you're scared because <laughs> you're going to have the baby. But the first part is the changes that you go through when you first find mm-hmm. out you're pregnant 
you feel it. Like, you know, something different is going on with your body. And that's like an odd feeling. I just remember being so tired. uh, Like, I think I slept through a whole Easter. (laughs) I remember like going to my mom's for Easter and slept the whole whole Easter. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, just bodily, like all of a sudden. So this is the weird thing. You're not quite like no one knows you're pregnant. But like your clothes aren't fitting and things are feeling and like weird. she's just gotten fat. Yeah. She was, <laughs> look at her belly. It's getting a little fat. Um, too much beard. No. <laughs> so you feel it. It's scary. It's happening. But there's not like a lot going on other than there's a heaviness. There's a tenderness yeah. in your body. There's there's just a weirdness. And, and for some people, they're sick. Which totally. I mean, I had one sick. girlfriend that like had to be hospitalized because she was Me so sick, too. which would be horrible. Like I can't, I so can I barely remember, stand being nauseous for five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember one gal at when I was working had had those bands that had the pressure oh, yeah. points mm-hmm. on her and um, wasn't working. She was trying all this stuff. She had to go on medication. She was sick the whole nine months. Oh, not to scare anybody, but that, that does happen. And she yeah. was nauseated the whole nine months. And I thought, oh my gosh, like, cause I remember how nauseated I felt in the Especially beginning. The and months, that's kind of yeah. when, you know, like you're just, you, <laughs> the things that you really liked in food, sometimes it's like all of a sudden nauseate to you, you go, oh, 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 what is that? Like yeah. something's going on with my body. So those are like some shocking things to go through and it can be really scary. And I remember you know, being someone who was unmothered, you know, I didn't have a mom to go to, to say like, why am I feeling like this? Or, oh, I'm so hungry. I remember, you know, Ariel would call me for certain cravings. What's wrong with me? I don't even eat this thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's just weird. Like the baby wants weird things. I had a girlfriend that she was the healthiest person. I, and she still is the healthiest person I know. But when she was pregnant, all she wanted was McDonald's cheeseburgers. That's what I... Okay, that's my story. So my husband laughed at me because I don't eat fast food. Like, I do in and out very rarely. Mm -hmm. I like that. But, like, you'll never really catch me through a drive-thru unless I'm absolutely desperate. And it's usually if we're on a road trip or something. But I got pregnant. And (laughs) I told Mike, I want a quarter pounder with cheese. And he goes, you don't eat McDonald's. <laughs> and I said, I don't know. The baby wants it. Literally ate it for nine months. Two weeks after the baby's born, I said, I think I want lunch. He goes, what do you want? I go, uh, maybe McDonald's. He brought it home. I was nauseated. But I said, get that thing away from me. <laughs> it so was weird. over. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a weird thing. Yeah. If you're not used mm-hmm. to that, then you're all these different things. And then the other thing. Of course, now nobody really wears maternity clothes because they're so chic. They just <laughs> buy a bigger size of some cute little well, thing showing their belly. But yeah. back in the day, oh, we would want to wear maternity mm-hmm. clothes, but you're not big enough to wear them right. yet. But yet your clothes don't fit right. you. That was awkward. I'm at that point right now and I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> they have yoga pants for go. that. Um, so, yeah. So, it, you know, that's a weird place to be mm-hmm. is all of a sudden your body is not your own anymore. It doesn't matter how much you work out. Like yeah. there's a baby in there. Yeah. And so it's it's a very weird place to be. And so you end up wearing crappy sweats and a T-shirt because yeah. you're like, I, I, I don't, don't know, know what, what else to wear. wear. <laughs> and you're going to work. <laughs> Or maybe that's just us. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so um, also the fear of just, I think um, when you are 
in the process of having this life in you, there's something that is frightening about yeah. that at the same time as being joyful. It's it's like, oh my gosh, like there is a human growing inside my body. Like I have to take care of them forever. Forever. <laughs> and is all that stuff going to be okay right. and form the right way? And, you know, you've heard Rhonda and I's story yeah. before is we've each had a child past, that didn't yeah. form the right way with their hearts and they didn't make it. And so we know the miracle. Yeah. That and, is- that, and that on another note is, I mean, if you've... I have a lot of women that follow me that have lost a child. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you go through the subsequent pregnancy, they call them rainbow babies. Yeah. Um, so Clea is my rainbow baby. Right. And, you know, I just remember being so fearful, so like just scared. incredibly yeah. scared of like, I don't, you know, it's bad enough when you're, when you're first pregnant. And yeah. I remember with Nina, I, I, I am such an A-type. We joke all the time that I am like the biggest A-type ever, but, um, I remember being so scared to have my oldest daughter, Nina, which she was my first. Um, I even scared myself into stopping labor, (laughs) believe it or not. Like I had gone into labor. We went into the hospital. I had, I was having contractions. They put the monitor on me and then nothing. (laughs) The contraction just went away. (laughs) I changed my mind. I don't want it to go. (laughs) I was like, but somebody did tell me that, um, believe it or not, animals can tend to do that. So, um, yeah. What animal are you? Deer. I'm a deer. Deer. Okay. <laughs> so in, in particular, she told me deer can do this when oh they're going gosh. to deliver a, a, their fawns or fawns. Is that what you call them? I, I don't no know. Idea. I don't know. I don't know people. Shh, don't, You're oh, smarter than me. We're going to say something Sorry. wrong. Yeah. So they will, and they're in a place where danger happens. They will stop their labor to move to another place to have the baby. So oh I was like, that God. is like so crazy. You know, it's funny. My cat did that one time when I was younger. <laughs> you got my cat. That's so funny. She did. She wanted to have it on my bed. Yeah. And we had a box in the living room and it was in a corner all done up and ready. And she kept trying to jump on my bed. And I was like, you cannot have it on my bed. Right. And we literally had to keep pulling her away and she was stopping her labor. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know. That's fearful when you get, it's, fearful. it's really it's hard. A spe- it is- it's a spirit animal. We're all fe- right? fearful of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they had to stick me in a hot tub to get me to relax so oh, that I would go back into labor because they already checked me in. But, but <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it's scary enough when you have to go through a regular delivery, but yeah. then when you have a child that has passed right. and then you have to go do it again, like yeah. with Kalia, I remember just feeling anxiousness the whole entire time and you know it's real it's that part of it is real and then you don't even we can talk about postpartum depression after that you know there's just so many things that i've had two after Mm -hmm. linton passed and it it didn't get easier it was still like that's when i became a christian is when i was um pregnant with dominique i thought okay i had one normal one is this gonna um, yeah is that it like is this gonna happen Mm -hmm. again and so that's a natural thing and um you know, you do, you're responsible for, um, this life, but you, you don't know what's going to happen. It is kind of a mystery. Um, you pray mm-hmm. hopefully for a, a healthy child. Um, that, that is just something that is left up to someone bigger than us. Yeah. We can't determine that. Mm-hmm. So there is a fear there. You don't want mm-hmm. to focus on that. You just want to do the best things you can, which is, get as much rest as you can and take care of yourself and um, hopefully not eat McDonald's every day. (laughs) 
That was back in the day. Yeah. They wouldn't let us do it now. Oh my gosh. Now, yeah. So now it's like, you can't have sushi. You yeah. can't have this. You can't. I'm like, really? You can't have that? Like there's certain things where I was like, I think we had that. Well, I think you learned um, too. I feel like yeah. you learned. Like the first one, you kind of go you know, just all, all out. out, right? Yeah. I mean, so my I husband, 60 pounds, right? Yeah. And then Jason, the second one, it was like, okay, let's just go 34. Right. Let's try and be healthier. <laughs> my husband worked for Haagen-Dazs when oh, I was pregnant. Oh, come on. Yeah. How can you not? Oh my gosh. I think I ate every flavor of Haagen-Dazs yeah. oh. that was until I delivered. I was like 60 best. pounds heavier when I delivered. So <laughs> you do learn. And then by the time I had Kalia, I was so fit when I yeah. had her because I would walk three miles a day yeah. because I didn't want to gain so much weight. I remember after I delivered her, I had a really, so I have to tell you, do you want to hear the story about my really hot doctor? <laughs> We're going to just, okay, this is we're like having so, sideways, so sideways. So Sorry, fast. we'll get back to that part, but I have to tell you, I had this really hot doctor. His name was Dr. Rodriguez. That's the worst. Okay. But he just, so I had delivered and I had, you know, it was the next day. And so I had put my little sweatsuit on. I was looking really cute. And I was standing over, I was standing over Clea and he walks in and he goes, Oh, is, is the mom here? And I was like, examine me and then that was really yeah, uncomfortable yeah. but you're like oh but no anyway he's like oh yeah you were the one that had the baby yeah. got it anyway wow okay, there's my story <laughs> that's funny okay did not know she was going to do that <laughs> hysterical love you Rhonda. um so yeah so there's all these hormones and things hormones are the devil oh they are the devil. <laughs> and so there's just a lot of stuff going on and there and then there's all the um questions inside you know like Oh my gosh, this is going to hurt when I deliver. Oh my gosh, you know, is the baby going to be okay? Just all of these different things. And so it's a lot of pressure. And then you have like outside people telling you how it should be. Yeah, everyone has an opinion. Yeah, and everyone (laughs) has a birth story. And so I would just say, please don't give birth stories out unless they've given you permission (laughs) because you will scare people to death. And um, these poor women are like, okay, forget it. I don't want to have a baby (laughs) now. Well, too late. So there's all of that. And so, um, going through all those things, you know, you're, you're looking in the mirror and you're like, okay, well, who, who am I now? Right. right. So, so you were this, you know, hot (laughs) fit girl, although Rhonda's apparently hot after she delivers a baby. That was not my story, but um, (laughs) I got it. And so, um, so yeah, you're looking in the mirror and you're like, Oh my gosh! Like, what does a mom look like? Like, how? Who am I going to be? Well, and after it affects this? that affects every part of your life too. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, even your own physical relationship with your husband it affects yeah. after because you don't feel as. I mean, to be let's be honest, like you, you don't, don't feel as sexy no. as you did before, and no. there's things that aren't in the same place that they were before. You and give and, yourself time. And yeah, to, I mean, this one gal on you know Instagram had posted, you know, that she was asking us, like, Mm -hmm. talk about like, you know, your skin sags and it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, everything's not the way it was. Yeah. And everything doesn't fit. And you might still be the same size, but those clothes might not fit the same. So your your body does change. And I think a lot of us don't give, we don't give ourselves enough, like, grace to be like, it's okay. Like I just delivered a life. Like you just delivered a life. Give yourself a break. It's not about your physical being. And yet, you know, we're all vain in our way where we want to look cute. And you're not going to look like those girls on 
the celebrities on Instagram. Okay, they have trainers and well, they nutritionists. Have they have they have to get a lot back of pressure. In shape. Yeah, yeah. Poor Kylie Jenner. <laughs> like you have to. It's your job, mm-hmm. and that's different. But it's unrealistic for us to. Um, and you don't know the pressure that they're mm-hmm. under when they have to do something like that. So I feel really bad for people that three months after have to go walk a a red carpet somewhere Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're going to be made fun of if they don't look perfect. But let me tell you, um, your insides are still healing. Mm -hmm. And so for you to put that pressure on yourself to try to like train and get back into shape, like you're, you're still like getting back to your normal self on the inside and that takes time to heal and it's not fair to push your body to that limit mm-hmm. um, unless you're someone who's like, you know, uber workout person that just that naturally happened. I've seen that where women just naturally go yeah. back and I, I hate them. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I do hate them. No. <laughs> but um, but, you know, honestly, for most of us, like I, I told I've told both my girls, like when you have children, allow yourself at least a year before you feel completely back to Mm -hmm. where you were before, because to put that pressure on yourself that, you know, in six months time, I got to be back to a size two and I have to look this up. You're not like, I mean, you can think about people like when you're dieting, like it doesn't take six weeks, like it could take six months to a year. Yeah. And we give ourselves that grace when we're dieting, but when we have a baby, we've created a life Our, you know, our stomachs have been stretched out. Our, you know, every part of our body has been stretched. I mean, I I will be, I mean, I even have little stretch marks on my legs from where my legs got bigger when I was pregnant. I actually had a really bad rash before um, Mm -hmm. I delivered Nina and it was some sort of hormonal thing that had happened. And I remember thinking, oh my God, what if I never, what if these Mm -hmm. never go away? Because the rash was so bad it looked mm-hmm. like it was going to scar. Yeah. And you know, I was worried. I was right. like, what if I don't go back to what I look like? Yeah. And you you just really need and to take that pressure off. And aside from that, now okay, so we go to let's deliver the baby. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, now you're a mom. Mm-hmm. So you look in the mirror one day and you go MOM, yeah. that's my name now. Like that's a weird place. And so now you're thinking about your physical body, but on top of that, you're taking care of a life now. Right. So it ain't about your physical body right. anymore. It's about getting enough sleep and being able, and then breastfeeding is a whole nother thing. Yeah, that's that like is a just, whole episode in so, <laughs> yeah, we may have to do we an episode do on a, breastfeeding yeah. alone because that, that's a hot topic for me. And I've, I've held, uh, many girls hands through that, um, just craziness of how people are just so pro and then other people are con and it's like, can we just all get along? (laughs) So we may do that. And I don't want to get into a whole breastfeeding thing, but that is definitely an episode we'll do in Mm -hmm. the future because I feel like we're doing a disservice uh, a lot of times to new moms for a lot of pressure on that. And so um, we have opinions on that, but um, you know, just looking in the mirror and, and deciding, you know, what's my life going to look like now? And this is where the postpartum can come in because you're, you're, you're trying to fit into this role that all of a sudden is just like this baby has zoomed out of you and you're instantly a mother and Mm -hmm. you're supposed to know exactly what to do. And you're supposed to be happy doing it. And you're supposed to be in love with your baby. And one of the questions that was asked when we were having coffee with these girls this week was, well, what if you're 
not really bonding with your child right off the bat or you're not really in love with your baby the way everyone says well, it's supposed Because, you know, it be. looks really pretty in all the pictures. It looks really pretty. <laughs> but the reality is, is you're kind of in shock. You know, you're kind of like, whoa, like this, here's this thing like laying on top of me. Like it's a beautiful thing. But there's sometimes not always that instant bonding. And then you feel well, like a exhausted. bad mom because you, you're like, I'm not exactly bonding mm. with this child the way everyone says you should be. And so that poses a whole nother thing. Mm. And then that creates like depression and more well, things. Well, and if you're having even, if you're having trouble breastfeeding or if you're, yeah. if, if the baby's colicky or, Crying you know, all, all of the, the time, all of yeah. those things will. No sleep. It, it does make it more difficult to bond because you're just mm. so frustrated. And mm-hmm. I mean, we all have stories where you're just beyond frustrated with mm-hmm. like, Stop well, we crying. talked about yeah. that in the, um, I think the anxiety, yeah. depression mm-hmm. where I was on the floor right. with Dominique, just like not really liking that yeah. baby at that mm-hmm. moment and was very, um, I, I was very depressed and no doctor ever asked me about it. And so I just suffered through it. And I think that's a stupid thing to do. And I wished I had had more of my own voice at that time to yeah. know better. And so I would encourage anyone, if you're a new mom out there, you know, a new mom, please be gentle with them and let them know if they're feeling any kind of mm-hmm. weird feelings, having weird dreams, like being frustrated, like more than normal get them help and ask for help. If you're a mom and you're struggling through that, I encourage you to ask for help. And I know that's really hard because you want to be, I know that for me, I wanted to be super mom. I wanted to do it all. I wanted to have dinner cooked and laundry done. And sometimes you just have to be like, that's not getting done today. It's Mm. just not going to happen. And just just be okay. Like it's a new process for you. And, you know, motherhood is like, the most beautiful thing in the world, but it is the most hardest. And I will say job in the world because it is a forever job that Mm -hmm. you don't get to walk away from. And there are times when you need a break. Yeah. You need a lunch break. You need a dinner break. You need a bath break. (laughs) You know, you just need a break. And Sometimes you just need a date (laughs) with your husband. (laughs) And I, and I, same thing. I played hero because I had something to prove because I didn't have a good mom. So I'm going to be the Mm. best mom in the whole world. Well, there's no such thing. And you have to have other people surround you and help you and show you love and let you get that rest you need. And, um, you're not going to do it all right. Oh my gosh. I have horror stories. I, I always... I used to uh, number them bad mom number 219. I left a hanger on the bed and it was the one time I went to brush my teeth and Ariel was about six months old sitting up, got the, it it was a plastic hanger, got it stuck in her mouth, the little hook part. Oh my goodness. I I, like 30 seconds. I turned around and she's got it in her mouth. She's like, ah, and I'm like, oh my God mom in the whole world like yeah. those things happen they like do. the baby falls off the bed the yeah. baby you know I, I mean thank god i can't get child protective <laughs> services called on me but you know it's like i'm being real right now well, no like, and it's those true. things happen you are not going to be the best mom in the whole world you could put that baby in bubble wrap something's going to happen yeah. to that well, baby let me, let me just tell you bad mom <laughs> Bad mom and Number dad. 310. Yeah. Bad mom and dad. One night, it was, she was little. She, 
I was so tired. We were both really tired. Mm-hmm. So we put her in the swing because she was crying. Yeah. And we, you know, this is now. now they, they passed out. We fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> All night for six hours. Oh, no. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, <gasps> the baby. <laughs> and there she was. Swinging just, away. Happy. A, it was a, um, what's the battery? <laughs> it was the battery ones. They had the battery ones. I mean, thank God I wasn't in the days of what's the crank the one. the batteries? The rat Duracell. The <laughs> they were Duracell batteries. She just and kept just, going. 24 hours, you can just swing that baby. So, you know. When Who you needs have, a mom? When you have those moments, like, be okay with it. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, you're not intentionally trying to no. hurt your child. Some, I was exhausted. And yeah. we don't always think we realize and how that is when you need help. Yes. So that is the point is like when you get to that place where you're doing stupid stuff, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, take a minute. Like I need to call a friend. Yeah, call a friend. <laughs> Phone a friend. Phone a friend. And uh, have them come and take the baby for a little while yeah. and give yourself some grace on that. And, you know, just really uh, allow yourself time. You've you've created this new life. It's a, it's a new position for you. You you know, it's a job that you're not prepared for. Right. There, you can read all the baby books in the world, but everyone has a different you know that book, story. What to expect when you're, you're expecting. expecting. Yeah. You won't even tell you, just, you what you're you expecting. You just aged yourself. I don't think they use that. Oh, they don't have book. that anymore? I don't think they okay. Do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think there's I'm a old. new book out there now. There's probably a million new books. <laughs> well, we're going to give you some things to ponder. So don't be a hero if you need to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Ask for it. And whether that's from a friend and a doctor, and we're serious ladies about the postpartum issue. Yeah. Like if you are struggling with it, please Don't go to be your a doctor. Do, just yeah. talk to somebody about it. Don't go down that dark um, tunnel. Can you be a good friend and make sure um, that somebody gets a meal or a helping yeah. hand is offered? I always felt really blessed because I always had like a meal train every time I had a kid. Yeah. But and not <clears> just right away, but I would say yes, a couple later. months after. Because yeah. everyone brings it in the beginning and then yeah. you're like two months later yeah. when you've been up all night. No, that's I could have used this yeah, now. Yeah. I need a dinner. So <laughs> do that or just offer to come and like watch the baby yeah. for a few hours if they want to take a walk or if they want to go mm-hmm. take a nap, something like that. That helps a lot. Yeah. And have that deep conversation if you've gone through those weird feelings with your friend. And just don't do this alone. You know, don't if you and honestly, if you have any questions or, you know, you want some advice from Phyllis and I, please feel free to DM us, you know, go to our Instagram on 24 Carat Conversation Podcast and talk to us. We're more than happy to chat about it. That's what this is all about. That's why we started this podcast, 24 Carat Conversations, because we want to have these honest conversations and we you're our tribe and we want to answer those for you. So thank you for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. Conversation and make sure to love our show. Give us some love. Click, um, click. Show, um, show us some love and get subscribe, share, and we just look forward to talking to you next week. Until next week, twenty four carat tribe, sparkle on. Bye, peeps. Bye.